Welcome to the Champion Influencer Podcast with Lance Johnson, where top influencers come to master their craft and learn from the online influencers and entrepreneurs in the world today. If you're looking to dominate the competition, build a large social media following, and become an elite influencer, then you've come to the right place. In each episode, guests share their journey to success as an influencer, along with tips, strategies, and actionable steps you can take with you to grow your influence and achieve similar results. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready because it's time to become a champion influencer. Here's your host, Lance Johnson. What's up, everyone? Welcome, champions, to another episode of the Champion Influencer Podcast. This is actually part two of a two-part series with Travis Chapel. And if you missed the first one, please go back, listen to that one, and then come back to this episode and listen to this one then because you'll be missing out on some valuable content. Travis Chapel is the founder and host of a top 25 business podcast called Build Your Network. And he's interviewed great leaders such as Grant Cardone, John Maxwell, Gary Vaynerchuk, and a lot more that are definitely notable. Over the years, he's been able to practice what he preached and really grow his own network over social media, through his podcast, and also through his website. Uh, For myself, I've found his content to be very valuable. And for anyone out there who's looking to grow their network and really get in connection with those who can catapult their careers and you know whatever that you're doing and the success and the direction that you want this is the episode for you nice so, so this is your love your number one right now 100 percent. oh man how's it feel because i i've been working like with myself there's always been a number two and three or you know at least two things that i'm working on as far as when it comes to income mm-hmm. but there's always been that that you know little person on my shoulder like a little voice in my head telling me like Hey, Lance, what if you gave your all into one and really mm. turning it to pretty much your main thing and be it being, you know, your passion that you can really turn into something that is huge rather than something that would likely become not, I wouldn't say mediocre, but it wouldn't progress as as quickly if you were to give your all into it. Yeah. So I have some thoughts on that for sure. I, I think that we're living in the age of the side hustle. I think that pretty much everybody should have some sort of a side hustle, like some sort of a smaller income stream that you work on in your off time that helps bring in revenue. Avenue. I think that that's just a good idea. However, my caveat to that statement is that if your full time is already a hustle, then you might not want to bring on a side hustle until you can do some sort of automation for your full time hustle. So yeah, let me explain what I mean by that. Like, if you're out there working a nine to five and it's not something that you want your career to be, like you don't want to be doing this for the next 40 years, 30 years, 20 years, whatever stage of life you're in, then you should 100% have a side hustle, whatever it is, a social media marketing agency, uh, ad agency, you know, podcast editing, something on the side that you could be doing as a service in your spare time to eventually be able to quit what you're doing full time and like attack something else on the side, especially now because it's so easy to get to the six figure mark nowadays. Like if you're an online right, entrepreneur, sure. like to get to that six figure mark is not that difficult, especially doing one of those things that I just talked about. So if you're, if you're stuck in that nine to five thing, like 100% have a side hustle. However, if your main thing's a, a full-time hustle. So, so I'll give you an example. Last year I was doing three things. I, I had my, my, I still had my water purification door to door team that I was running. I had, uh, I did 
five or six flips last year with, with my dad. We did uh, some um, real estate flips and then I was running my podcast. All three of those things were mediocre because I couldn't give them all my my full time and attention. To me, your side hustle, like the definition of a hustle is that thing that you go to bed thinking about. Like when right. you lay your head on the pillow and you're dreaming about the future and reaching goals, like that's your hustle. So for me last year, it was split. And when you split your focus, when you split your hustle, then like your full time, like your, your, your focus isn't dedicated to that one thing. So when I would go to bed, sometimes I would think about, man, I should do this with the water business. I should do this to help out the water team. Or sometimes I would go to bed and be, I'd be thinking, man, it's going to be so cool when I can do this with my podcast and do that for my podcast. And then other times I was thinking, man, I wonder if we went out to this different market and bought some houses out there, if they would be uh, better after repair value. Like I, I was, my, my focus and my hustle was, was so split. And, uh, they all did well. Like they, like they all did pretty well last year. Um, like last year was my best year to date, but at the same time, none of them were as good as they could have been if I were just focusing 100% on those things. So October, I walked away from the water business. Um, and then December I stopped, I told my dad, we acquired one more flip. And then I told him like, Hey, this is going to be my last one for, for a little bit because I really need to focus on the podcast and make the podcast like my number one thing for 2019. Right. And, uh, and already I've made in the first two months of this year, what I made all last year, just, Oh my in goodness. That's podcast. amazing. So, <laughs> oh, congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Thank for you for sure. So, and, um, so that, that's kind of my two cents on that. I, I hope that all made sense. Oh, for sure. It, it, great sense. And as far as when it comes to your podcast and those who are listening, maybe they're you, you know, you're starting your podcast or you're thinking about starting a podcast or maybe you have a podcast already and you're looking to grow beyond a certain point. I think this is where um, Travis can really help you out. I'm going to throw out some rapid fire questions to you, Travis. And if um, having those people in mind, just letting them know where they can possibly be with your journey and also what uh, I guess what you've learned over the years with your podcast. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. And so as far as when it comes to your journey and creating your podcast, what would you say would be the biggest failure that you've had, you've experienced along the way? And I think you, you kind of touched on it before was um, maybe not going all in and, and really moving fast as far as when it comes to recording rather yeah. than uh, overthinking it and taking a while to get going. Yeah, that's probably the that's probably my biggest failure in, is the fact that I I didn't do it sooner. Like I didn't as soon as I knew that I wanted to do it, I should have just taken action and like got it done. Like there was no reason I should have launched in August of 2017 instead of like March <laughs> yeah. of 2017. You know what I mean? Like that's I'd be coming up on two years and I'd be coming up on 300 episodes and my guest list would be even better and I would I would have made more money. I probably could have gone full time sooner. Like everything would have been faster, sooner, better, and success level speed. You have to take advantage of that. Right. And, and th those people out there that think that maybe I need to learn a little bit more or gain a little bit more knowledge here, what would you tell them if they're, they're, um, they're nervous or maybe they're uh, afraid to just dive in and learn along the way rather than, you know, take every single course that they can take to learn and, you know, be really, really careful about making the right step. But yeah. on the other side, you know, dive in and learn from your experience, but move quickly. Yeah, 100%. You have to take action. 
in the absence of clarity, take action. A lot of people in the absence of clarity, right. they, they want to go get one. this advice here and that advice here and read these 12 books and take these 19 <laughs> courses and join this mastermind and get this coach before they ever take any action toward their goals. Like in the absence of clarity, take action and things will start to clear up real quick when you're in pursuit of that, which you want. Awesome. And what has been your greatest success on this path with your uh, podcast? Um, maybe it'd be a guest or may it, maybe it'd be, a, you know, you reaching a financial goal as far as your, what you've earned from it. Yeah. Not necessarily, um, a, like specific financial goal or a specific guest. Like, uh, I think those are just more vague. Like, it's just cool that, uh-huh. that I've been able to generate income and I've been able to interview. Cause I mean, I can't even pick one guest. There's dozens and dozens of guests that, that are been like my, that are like tied for my favorite. So I would say probably my the biggest like accomplishment, the one that I'm most proud of is the fact that like, this is what I do now. Like it was, it was awesome. really, really cool to That's make great. that transition into full time into the, to the now where when people ask me what I do, it's not like this, well, I have this podcast and then I, I do this water business and I do some real estate. Like I do all of this other thing. Like now when people ask me, it's like, Oh, I'm a podcaster. Like, I'm a full-time podcaster. So like I, I get to travel, I get to, you know, still add to my country list every year and automate my show while I'm gone. I get to go and speak at different places. I get to have conversations with the coolest people and most knowledgeable business people around like like this is what I get to do full time and that's probably the the best you know thing that I could say there how's it feel oh man so <laughs> I mean, like like the reason I started this was like I wanted freedom like true freedom like with with uh, with door to door it gave me financial freedom I was making pretty good money and it gave me time freedom meaning that I could like I said work 3 4 hour days and, and I knew I knew if I was going to be gone for a week I could just work 5 6 hour days and put in a little bit extra production to make up for the right. fact that I was going to be gone for a week however I didn't have location freedom I still had to come home and go back to work and so with the podcast I wanted all three I wanted location freedom time freedom and financial freedom. And that's what it provides. Like now I can go travel and I can be gone for a month and not miss a beat. I can still hop on coaching calls. I can still get on my mastermind calls. I can still do all the things that move the needle in my business, even when I'm traveling right. and gone or on a cruise or doing whatever I really want to do. So, um, yeah, it's, it feels, feels incredible, man. Oh, that's great. And, and what's been the top two to three factors that have contributed to your success in podcasting, whether it be you've automated the process when it comes to editing or you've um, really built up a network to you to where you um, have a guest list that is really strong as far as the schedule, I guess, the scheduled out podcast that you have episodes that you have and or anything else. Like what would you contribute to the top top two to three factors to your success? Yeah. Number one was coaching and mentorship hands down like it just helps you skip so much time and mistakes and at the time it was scary for me because i had never invested more than like 30 bucks into myself meaning like the most i ever <laughs> yeah. paid for was a book or an audiobook i didn't buy courses i didn't even go to events back then like so the first thing that i paid for besides a book was a $6,500 mastermind weekend. You know what I mean? And then I, and then on top of that, I paid for a $4,000 three-month coaching. So just with those two things, plus my flights to that weekend and my food and everything, that was out eight grand for that one weekend. And then $4,000 for that, I was, that's 12 grand right there that like the most I'd ever spent on anything up to that point, 25, 30 bucks for a book and audio book. And then all of a sudden 12 grand out of pocket. But it is the best decision that I made for my, for my show, 100%. So coaching, coaching mentorship, like, um, it, it doesn't just give you access to information. It gives you access to connections and networks, which is right. like probably even more valuable than the information that you get in that. But I'll leave that, I'll leave that there. Cause that's a whole separate conversation. So coaching <laughs> mentorship, mastermind, stuff like that. 
What uh, would be the top, I guess you'd say, tools or resources that you, you've used to, uh, to grow your podcast? Um, yeah, so uh, outsourcing the editing from the get-go. Basically, basically, I try to outsource whatever I can so that I can focus my full-time attention on the things that I'm really good at or the things that are difficult to outsource to other people, which to me gotcha. are like reaching out to new guests, networking to try to get bigger names on the show, networking to try to get bigger bigger influencers, networking to do all those. Like Those are the things that really help me move the needle in my brand recognition and my business. And so those things I can't outsource to other people at this point, possibly in the future, but not right now. So I, I spend the majority of my time on my podcast, doing interviews, preparing for interviews and reaching out to guests and stuff like that. And then also on the phones, selling products or services, selling people into my mastermind, um, into coaching programs, different things like that, that I offer. So, um, I, I'd spend the majority of my time doing the things that actually move the needle and then anything else that would take up bandwidth and mental energy and, uh, headspace I give to somebody else. So, um, probably, probably I would say that my podcast editing team is awesome over at podcast press. Shout out to Gabe over at podcast press. Um, they do it. They do a good job taking care of that. So I don't have to worry about it. My friend Lauren does all my social media management, my Instagram posting. So I don't have to worry about that. Um, just any, anything like that, that I can outsource is a, is a really powerful tool for me. What advice would you give yourself if you were just starting out today that, you know, knowing what you know now. And so if you could, could go back in time and, and talk to yourself when you're first starting out, what would be, I guess, the number one or two things that you would, the advice that you would give yourself? Outside of, I guess, what we've already touched on, which is move fast. Start sooner, yeah. Right. Uh, First starting out in in podcasting or in In podcasting. Okay. Um, I would say to start migrating the audience faster. Um, I, I took, I took, it took me way too long to realize the importance of building an email list and, uh, a, a, a messenger bot list and all those types of things. Um, and it, I, I'm, I'm way behind on that now because it took me like a year, year and a half to really understand the importance of making sure that it's my audience and not just a platform's audience. Right. Um, so I, I would say that that's probably the biggest piece of advice. If I go back to tell myself like, Hey, Hey, you know, dumbass. Like you should, <laughs> you should definitely make sure that like your audience is your audience and and not just iTunes audience. Um, so I, I would say that that's probably probably the biggest thing. Okay, and starting out from someone else's standpoint, what, I guess what would it be the best advice as far as when it comes to strategy from for someone starting a podcast today that you would um, point them in that direction and and tell them to focus on this first rather than you know going towards anything else as far as when it comes to the the effectiveness that it, they have growing a successful podcast. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So I would say that it depends on your goals for your show. So what I mean by that is if you just really like your topic. So like if you just want to get together with a couple friends every Thursday night and drink some whiskey, smoke some cigars and talk about nothing, like whatever, don't worry about it. Just do your thing. Right. However, if you're trying to build a podcast that brings in revenue to your business or it's a side hustle, you're trying to make it successful, get listeners and get downloads, then 100% treat your podcast like a business. If you treat your podcast like a business, it'll pay you like a business. If you treat it like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. Gotcha. So if you're going to start something, do it the right way. Hire, like I said, hire a coach, hire a mentor, get in a mastermind, like pay, like pay money to have somebody help you with this. 
there's magic in paying money for it because when you pay, you pay attention. You're going to be able to, you're going to keep your own self accountable because your bank account's keeping you accountable. If you spend, when, when I spent $8,000 to go to John Lee Dumas's house for a weekend, like I was 100% there. There wasn't a, a, a chance that I was going to be like the week before be like, ah, actually I need to cancel. Sorry. I guess I'll just lose the 6,500 bucks. Like there was it, there, nothing makes you take it more seriously than putting your money where your mouth is. So if you're wanting to make this like a full-time thing, If you're wanting to get paid for an expertise, like if that's part of your goals in podcasting, then 100% invest in your podcast. Like the people always, people always look at it the wrong way. Like, Oh, 10, $12,000. Like you invested. That's way too much money. That's so much money. And then you look at something like subway, like subway is the cheapest franchise that you can own the cheapest, like well-known franchise that you can own. And it still costs you like $130,000 to buy a subway. And then you buy a subway. Now you have a brick and mortar place. You have a lease, you have employees, you have products, you have like all these other things you have to worry about inventory and, and, um, and you know, signage and marketing. You have all these things to make what 60, 70 grand a year and be chained to a certain spot. Maybe even, maybe not even that as the owner of a subway. So like, to the fact that you have the uh, the the potential, the opportunity to have your own podcast that you can run from your home anytime, anywhere, like any place in the world, and actually make more money than that, and like the the earning potential is completely unlimited, and you can get started for less than twenty thousand dollars by investing in some coaching and mentoring. Like that's a really good deal if you sit and think about it. So if you want to do well with it, then treat it like a business, not just a hobby. However, like do your thing. If you want just a hobby and you just want to like have something that you pay into every month that doesn't pay you, like that's honestly totally fine. It's 100% dependent on your goals. But I would say that if you want to make money, you have to invest in it. And speaking of money, a lot of people are motivated by money, which is why I've came up with the next question, which is as far as when it comes to earning potential and as I guess you would say the expectation of what you can earn with the podcast, I guess from the start what would you expect, you know, as far as when it comes to monetizing the podcast, would it be three months out, six months out? And as long-term wise, what would be the earning potential of a podcast? You know, I'm just talking like in general yeah. sense, Yeah. Uh, long-term with your podcast. So I'm going to caveat this answer by saying I'm going to answer for people who don't already have an audience built up because the answer is different. If you have an audience, like I'm coaching somebody on their podcast right now who has an existing audience from like all the fitness stuff that she's done for the past like decade and a half. So it'll, it'll be a little bit different for her and a little bit easier. She already does coaching. She already does this thing. So like if you already have your own coaching business, you already have your own online business, then like this answer isn't for you because it's going to be a lot easier for you to monetize uh, a podcast. And I think it's a no brainer for anybody that's already monetizing their, their skill sets and their expertise. Um, so like coaching online courses, like any of those types of things, if you don't have a podcast, you definitely should. However, for somebody that's starting from scratch, like I was starting from absolutely like total ground zero and you have nothing built up and you want to get going on it, I would say a realistic time frame from, from, from launching the show to monetizing the show in some way. And I don't mean monetizing, like you can quit your job now. Um, I just mean like monetizing and getting paid for something that you can offer in exchange for money. I, I think that, uh, probably a six month time frame is, is pretty realistic for just about anybody depending on how niche your, your show is. That's the importance of niching down is, uh, because of the more broad your show, the more difficult of a time you're going to have monetizing the audience that you have for it. But I, I would say if you have a pretty niche audience that six months is a 
realistic time frame uh, to start making some money on it. Um, and then another year, year and a half down the road, you could probably make some full-time income on it. But the earning potential is unlimited. I mean, my my friend uh, Jordan Harbinger is a top podcaster. He's got a seven-figure show. John Lee Dumas has made a fantastic career off of podcasting. He makes two, $3 million a year from his house in Puerto Rico. Um, travels the world. He went on like a 12 week Europe trip this past fall. Um, so the earning potential is pretty much unlimited because here's the thing. If you build up a, a successful podcast, like for somebody like John, he now has a recession proof audience, meaning that like he's created real influence and attention. When you right. create influence and attention, your earning potential is unlimited because John could like build a software company or start like some sort of like business to business product or build out a SaaS so uh, type of product and and start selling it and he could be successful off of any of those things because he has a large audience who cares about what he puts out so like the earning potential like he's he's happy with doing what he's doing because he makes great money he gets to like travel a bunch his business is really automated and like he's cool with that but if he ever wanted to like say you know what screw this i want to get to the nine figure mark like he could do that like within, you know, a few years because he's already taken the time to build up what he's, what he currently has. Um, so the, the real, the real answer to that question is that it's unlimited. Um, you know, like Gary Vaynerchuk's marketing agency would be nowhere near as successful if he didn't have a personal brand attached to it. So I think that the, the real answer is that it's completely unlimited if you can build real influence and attention and an actual audience who gives a crap about what you say. But in terms of like really actually monetizing the show itself with products or info products or services or coaching, different things like that, you know, it's two, three, four million bucks a year. I mean, it's really just that the sky's the limit depending on, on what your goals are. Great answer. I mean, this is really very, very valuable, especially for myself with uh, my podcast just now starting out. And I wanted to use myself as an example when uh, when it comes down to the audience that I'm reaching out to and I'm really focusing on, which is social media influencers, but also influencers in the podcasting space and, you know, maybe authors of books and whatnot. How would you suggest that um, I go about reaching that target audience for the, I guess, the the sake of my podcast being, you know, getting off the ground quicker rather than going about it in a more, I guess you would say, um, organic way or, you know, not being as aggressive when it comes to reaching that audience. Yeah. Uh, there's, so there's, so there's two ways. One of them is by paying for ads. So let's not talk about that because a lot of people could talk way more intelligently on the art of paid traffic, uh, that than I could. So I'll, I'll tell you like a couple of well, really like one really free, totally free way is spend a lot of time in Facebook groups and spend a lot of time on Instagram. Research the hashtags that perform best. Go instant message, direct message people, figure out how you can help them. And then after a little bit of a conversation, send them a show link. I, I don't like the ones that like send you a link right away. However, if you want to do that, you can do that too. Not a big deal. Um, uh, and then over in Facebook groups, do the same thing. You have to make sure that your Facebook profile is optimized first. So like have a professional cover photo built out that talks about your podcast. Make sure that your description talks about your podcast. Make sure your podcast link is in your profile, all those kinds of things, because you want your profile to do the talking in these senses. Like you don't want to go in Facebook groups and be like, Hey, follow my podcast. You want to go in Facebook groups and add value, have an interesting question, right. an intriguing idea, a post, a quote, a book that you're reading, something that you can add value to the group with. However, when people engage on that post, it tells you that you have something in common with that person because they liked something that you put out there. So now when you go add that person as a friend, the first thing that they're going to do is go back to your profile and see what's Lance all about. So if your profile 
profile is optimized and it has a nice cover photo that says like, this is my podcast or whatever. Here's some of the guests that I've had on, whatever you want to say there. And then your link is in your profile and all those types of things. Um, like though that's going to be really beneficial. So, um, look, if you don't have, if, if you don't have the money or you don't want to spend the money on ads, then you have to spend the time. So whether you're going to do it or pay a VA to do it or something like that, like it's one or the other, like you're not going to be able just to grow for the sake of growing. It's very, like I say, you're not gonna be able to, there are some people who have done that, but it's, it's not something that you can track. Like the, like for some, like just some people, their shows just catch fire and take off pretty instantly. Um, but it's not something trackable that you can repeat and tell other people to do. So, um, I would spend a lot of time in Facebook groups and spend a lot of time on Instagram direct messages. Oh man, Travis, you've really um, given us some super valuable information and I appreciate you coming on for this podcast episode and for anyone out there that's looking to maybe reach out to you or find out more about you and what you have to offer, where would they go? Uh, yeah, you can find everything about me now over at TravisChapel.com. So C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com. Um, and then, uh, you can like all my social links and everything are on there. Um, there's actually a, a free mastermind course that I built out that's over there as well. If you've never heard about masterminds or you've maybe heard about them, not sure what they are, how much they are, how to find them, all those kinds of stuff. The free mastermind course tells you everything you need to know about that. But yeah, you can find that over at travischapel.com as well as all of my social links. I probably spend the most time on Instagram. So that's at Travis Chapel as well. Um, so yeah, at Travis Chapel on Instagram or just travischapel.com. Awesome. And uh, I definitely have to have you on again, maybe about 30, 40 or 50 episodes later and see where you're at. And also Let's do it, man. Let, let you know that I'm out here working too, you know? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course. Really appreciate you having me on. Let's... All right, for sure. And uh, thanks a lot, Travis. We really appreciate you laying down the value and, and letting us know how we can go to the next step. And until next time, success, nothing less. Be your best. for listening to the Champion Influencer Podcast. Visit our website, championinfluencer.com. Until next time, be great champions.